Welcome back, everybody, to the Sons of Comics podcast. I am your host, Steve Pugh. And I am Cameron Monk. And we're here today to talk about everything comic book related. And today, uh, since there's lots of stuff going on, and since I don't think... You haven't seen Civil War yet, have you? I have not. Like <sighs> I said, busy week. I'm, I'm planning on doing it, like... I don't know. I might try and do it tomorrow night. You're straight up TR eight R man. Traitor. You should have seen it already. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Some of us are just bit no I'm kidding. I had notes. I, I could say the excuse I've, I've got kids and everything, but really truthfully, I, my wife is working and she wants to see it and I'm kinda like Alright, I'll wait for it because for some weird reason, she knows if I've seen a movie without her kind of a thing. Seriously, I just wish you and Mackenzie would just come up and we'd all just go see it together. Because my wife went to work, and everybody at my wife's work knows that I run a run a podcast, and they think it's so cool. Right. And they're like, hey, haven't you seen Civil War yet? And she's like, no. My husband has. He took our daughter. And, they, and everybody at her work was just, we are just shocked you haven't seen it yet. Just, oh, yeah? just shocked. And I was like, you know what, honey? I am too. Because I've tried to get you to go several times. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just been the wrong place and the wrong time. Last weekend, it was just... We we bought... No, not last weekend. The weekend... Because last weekend was Mother's, Mother's Day. Uh, weekend before last... Like, I tried to get her to go, and instead we went and got, like, a new washer and dryer and, mm-hmm. a, and a fridge. Right. So, you know, big pocket change spent on that and no time to go to the movies since we are up till, like, 2. I was, you know what? She wasn't up till 2 a.m. I was up till 2 a.m. setting things up. But uh, anyway, you know, I just need to get her to go. And this weekend would probably be the time to do it. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. No, I... I, I want to go, but like I said, for some weird reason, Mackenzie knows if I go see a movie without her that she's like, we're going to go to that movie. And, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, and then it's like, you went and saw this. And it's like, how do you know? You know, and she's like, you can tell by your face. You're not as excited. You know? <laughs> I'll be honest, dude. I have a really, really, really good copy of the movie. It's like pretty much DVD quality of huh. the movie already. Wow. And I'm tempted to throw it on my Dropbox and just let you download it. Who did you kill? I, I, it's, it's the craziest thing. I can't, for the life of me, get a good copy of Batman v Superman that's, like, amazingly watchable. Uh-huh. But it was, like, a week after the movie came out for uh, Civil War, this thing happened. And I was like, I could seriously just honestly just sit here and watch this because this copy is just so good. Wow. It's not Blu-ray, but it's mm-hmm. not like a cam or anything like that. It's it's an actual watchable it's like watching in four eighty P. Okay. So it's not it's not terrible and it's not amazing. It's you know, it's right there in the middle. Yeah. So I no, may just I, do that for you anyway. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm gonna try, you know, if if all of those yeah, do that because I know I'm I'm kind of the reason that we don't get to talk about these things. I understand. You know what, McFly? You're a slacker. I Your old sl- man was a slacker too. I'm a slacker. I'm a slacker. My wife is make no. My wife doesn't make me slacker. It's my it's my all my fault. I'll take credit. I'll take credit where it's due. Ah, oh, that's just our that's just our job as men. We just take it. it 
Why not? I was seriously having that conversation with a coworker the other day. I was just like, you know what? When it comes to like home repairs and stuff, I don't know if my wife sees how much work goes into these things. She just sees it from the top level and is like, oh, we can do that. That's easy. And then we're yeah. just like, um, I hate to break it to you, but no. <laughs> it's not that easy. And you know who's going to end up doing it? This guy. Exactly. And at that point, we just, you know, we, we, we follow along and we, we, we try and get it done. And it takes a lot longer than expected. And we just take it and we don't say anything about it. You know, if it goes wrong, we don't say anything. Exactly. You don't say I told you so. You don't say anything. You're just like, okay. No, if you do the I told you so thing, you you end up dead. Oh, you end up dead. Even if you're right, you're still wrong. You're going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. You know, you're going to go to a court of law and you're going to lose. Exactly. And, lose. and they just pull out that trump card and you're like, where'd that come from? It still works. I hate it. I hate it that it works. Yeah. So we kill ourselves and we, you know, punch ourselves in the dick and we just go back to work. Die a little bit right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I'm dying. But, no. um, yeah, so since uh, Cam hasn't seen Civil War yet, we are going to save that one until he does. And then we'll bring in Scott and Gabe and we'll have a big conversation about how great the movie is because I know no one's going to really have anything terrible to say about the movie. <laughs> Um, I'll find something. I'll, I mean, I have my little things about it, but I won't say anything. And it's nothing, like, serious. It's just a matter of opinion. Which, I guess, is what this show amounts to, is just sums of opinion. <laughs> it's true. It is true. true. But uh, for today's episode, we are just going to do a little uh, news breakdown. We're just going to talk about a few topics that have popped up in the news. First of which, I found out... CBS is picking up a new series. Get this. I want you to try and guess. It's an old series, uh, 80s style. Main characters got a mullet. They're rebooting this series. MacGyver. Oh, yeah. How'd you, did you hear about this? No, but mullet, I'm like. Dude, mullet, yes. Who had a mullet? I was like, the CBS man who could make rebooting any... MacGyver. MacGyver. That show kicks so much ass. So is it going to be the same guy, or is it going to be a different person? Uh, no details yet other than Lucas Till, if you know who he is. He plays uh, Alex Summers from uh, First Class. Oh, okay. So he is going to be in it, as far as we know. Like I'm not, I think it's like a young MacGyver. Starts Ooh. from a younger age. High school edition. High school edition. I could dig it. Yeah, that'd be great. I was MacGyver, on... what are you doing in my chemistry class? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Make it a bomb! So, you know, he learns by experience. So what if happens if I do this? Poof! You know. Exactly. And he learns from his mistakes and uses it to his advantage. Oh, yeah. Ooh, do you think he'll have a mullet, though? No, I, 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 I kind of hope that he doesn't. I, I'm kind of looking for more of an updated version. I kind of hope it's like an updated version of of MacGyver. You know what I mean? Just a reboot kind of a thing? Yeah, just kind of a reboot and refresh. But if they wanted to take it back, I think it would be fun to have Richard Dean Anderson reprise his role as MacGyver and have Lucas Till kind of play his wayward son who's got all these skills and he's reluctant to kind of be the hero figure. That's mm-hmm. my my hope kind of like a hardy's boy kind of a thing yeah. a dad 
Yeah, and he's still a badass riding around on a motorcycle on the walking on the beach with his mullet. Mm, I'm liking this already. Just the two of us. Richard Dean Anderson and his mullet. Just the two of us. <laughs> him and that. <laughs> yep. Him no, and that. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm so. I'm game. The other one they said they were doing would be a uh, a training day series. Mm. Did you ever see Training Day? No, I'm going to say no. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. Um apparently Training Day was uh won like an Oscar uh, or Denzel won an Oscar for his performance in uh Training Day. I'm going to have to look this up later now. I know. And I heard it on Collider. I heard this stuff on Collider. I was listening today, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet, MacGyver. And, and I didn't really care for Training Day all that much. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fast forward. Yeah. In other news, new Ghostbusters trailer. Did you see it? No. There's a new one? Yeah. Nope. I'm going to have to look it up later. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my thoughts People like this one a lot more, but I cannot honestly see why they liked it any more than they did the first one. I didn't really see a huge change, but apparently the internet's blowing like, oh, this is so much better. We like this one so much better. I was like, you know, you're practically seeing like most of the same stuff you saw in the first one. So what am I missing here? (laughs) No comment yet. I mean, since I haven't seen it, but. Again, you know, when we last time talked about it, I was like, you know, the 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 trailer wasn't great, but you know what? How can it not be good if you've got these people in the movie? I mean, it's not going to be Oscar worthy, but I mean, come on, with the cast it's got, it's got to be hilarious. It should be. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it was funnier. I do think this this trailer was funnier. Mm-hmm. Had better moments, I think, than the first one. But I wouldn't say it's that much better. I would say there are, this one was slightly better just because you kind of got a better look at the villain and stuff and you kind of got a better feel for the movie maybe. Okay. In a weird way. But yeah. other than that, no, I, 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 did, I couldn't see what all the, the uproar was about with this being so much better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, trailer, you can talk about Assassin's Creed. I can talk about that, and I'm having mixed feelings. Well, let me hear it. Share them. All right. Well, being an Assassin's Creed fanatic, I mean, I'm not, you know, going to say it needs to be down to a T, but I mean... I don't know, just the part in the trailer where he's kind of like, what are you guys doing? They start strapping on the hidden blades on him. I'm like, why would you be giving this guy the weapons already? Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, I was a little, I'm, I'm a little confused. A lot of the pictures, a lot of the cinematography looks very spectacular. You know, the the whole leap of faith scene, you know, looks pretty good. It's not one of those things that I'm like, oh, it's so badass, you know. But no, I... It, it, it's got my attention, but some of the stuff where he's in the in the animus or quotes animus, yeah, quotes animus or whatever that thing is that is like strapped onto his back or kind of like a safety harness thing or whatever. Kind of like I think I can understand why they did it. Uh huh. Um, 
it's an interesting take on the animus. And I mean, it's a little bit more interesting than the animus where you just lay down. I mean, yeah. that's all you're doing. But I mean, the classic animus is there's no real replacement for it. It's it's always it's always interesting. But um, the reaction from the internet was like Kanye, really for the music. <laughs> and I was like, I totally agree. Um, I I totally buy the trailer. Yeah. If if the next one does not include a rap song, if they use an original score for the next one, I'm all game. Because yeah. if you remove all the music and you put in like a Hans Zimmer score, it would have been a perfect trailer. I was like, oh, this this looks way sick. Um, totally game that has that very, very dark, gritty, um, overcast feeling that most of the Assassin's Creed's games um, kind of carry with them. Right. You know, it's like the whole game you're playing in a fog because it's just just a haze of blood and sneaking around and stabbing people real quietly and or loudly if you're, you know, not keen on the stealth stuff. But, you know, it's a lot of that. And this definitely had that feeling. Right. Yeah, see, and I didn't notice the music because I kind of had the volume down really quiet because I was like, I'm putting my kids to bed, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to wake them up or anything. So I was like, what? There's an Assassin's Creed trailer? Pop culture dad has to keep it quiet for the kids. Yeah, I was like, go to sleep, dad's watching something really cool. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't hear the music, really. So maybe I didn't pay attention to that, but now I'm going to have to listen to it and be like, yeah, Kanye. Oh dear, you know. But yeah, I'm right there with you. Give me more of the the score stuff. Don't 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 try and put anything modern so much. I mean, yeah, there's modern stuff in the in it, but I mean, come on. I I do love like the time era that they're doing though. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. The time I'm era like, is very good in this one. I'm like Spanish Inquisition. Let's hear it. You know, yeah. sell me on that point. Oh yeah, definitely. Very, very controversial time. I, I mean, I'm, lots you can do with that. Yeah. So, and, and that's one thing I'm excited for is that the, you know, like, I mean, they're doing the Assassin's Creed, but they're doing a time era that we've not seen in the gameplay. So true. Yeah. Do you mind so much that it's in a like in a? It's nothing that they've done before. You know, this isn't like. I think most people were assuming that they would go back to the first game and kind of tell that story. Right. But this is totally its own thing. Is that is that good with you? Actually, you know what? I, I had kind of sad feelings when I when I heard that it wasn't Altair. I was kinda of like, he's kind of my favorite, to be honest with you. I Me mean too. I mean, really truthfully, I liked Ezio and stuff, but I was I was more Altair was just kind of more of a badass to me, you know, because he only had the one blade. And I wouldn't know. actually be opposed to seeing uh, Black Flag. Ooh, Black Flag would have been a good one. Oh. Even the even the latest one. Yes, um, you know, I haven't played it, but it looks really good. Yeah, I got to play a little bit when I was at Walmart. <laughs> I was like, "There's a controller. Hey, there's Assassin's Creed." I was like. Honey, I'm going to be really quick. Hang on just a second. You know. Controller, me, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed, one plus one plus one equals three. Got it. 
looked down the hallway and we had like a little Western showdown with this like five-year-old. And I was like, I've got the better leg reach. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, you lose. <laughs> I will chuck you down this aisle. This exactly. aisle was just waxed. I bet I can get you to slide all the way down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And be like, kid, you don't understand that I'm part of a tossing contest for little kids. <laughs> You don't understand that my ancestors used to toss cabers. Exactly. We were caber tossers. (laughs) I actually want to do that. That does look like fun, doesn't it? I'm going to go to that Pace and Scotch Festival. I'm going to go talk to those guys and be like, how does one train for this? I'm I'm interested. They're going to look at me and they're going to laugh. They'll probably say, lottie, lottie, something, something. Go have a beer, something. But nice beard. Yeah, they'll be like, uh, women's sign-up is over here. They're <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, don't make fun of me. Uh, they just thought you were telling a good joke. You yeah, know, And exactly. you laugh, and you're like, oh, yeah, it was a total joke. Uh, yeah, no, really, where do you sign up? <laughs> Seriously. I'm so stoked. Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed trailer, though, looked good. Uh, I'm still pretty, yeah. pretty excited. Yeah. Um, now... Have you watched the latest episode of The Flash? I have not. Oh my gosh. So don't don't ruin it for oh me. Oh my gosh. Oh my I've gosh. It, oh my gosh. I've got oh it gosh. all set up. I'm just like, I just need the opportunity and I'm like, no kids, nothing. You're lucky. We're gonna keep this a short episode so you can go watch it. And okay. you're just gonna be like Steve, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, Because it's important. Next time we have a podcast, I'll probably cry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. I even, uh, I've, I've really caught up with uh, Legends of Tomorrow, though, too. And, uh-huh. wow, it's just one thing after another, man. It's It's got a very, very well-scripted pace. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend if you can just like finding a way to watch all the episodes and just catch up. I mean, it's basically over for the season, but man, they just, it's the most expensive TV series that CW has, but it's, they've, they've spent their money well, I think. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Okay. So it's getting that good of a review, huh? At least from me, like, I was like, I can't not watch the next episode. It got, it got that good at the end here. Wow. It's like, I got to see what happens next. It's like two in the morning. I, I don't care. <laughs> Steve, go to bed. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have to know what happens. So. Uh, oh, other good news for you and me. Uh, you, I don't know if you heard, but it's official now that I think it's... Uh, CBS is also CBS is Warner Brothers, right? Am I correct in that saying that? I don't know. Um, it's the one that Supergirl's on, CBS. Okay. So Supergirl is coming to the CW. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's joining the ranks of Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow, and is going to be part of their lineup. So it's going to get their own time slot on the CW every week. Uh, for season good. two, and there will it has been announced that there's going to be plenty of crossover with Arrow and Flash. 
Very nice. So, uh, yeah, Supergirl's pretty good, and uh, it'll be fun. I liked their crossover that uh, Supergirl did with The Flash, so I think it'll be fun. It'll, you know, we get to see some of the big characters from the Justice League really kind of pull it together. Right. Uh, pull it together, Green Arrow, Flash, and uh, and Supergirl. Yeah, that's good, because I heard it was getting dropped, and I was kind of like, wow, I thought it was doing pretty good. That's kind of sad, but... You know what did get dropped, though? Agent Carter. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that. People, I thought people really loved Agent Carter. Yeah, that's been the general consensus that I've uh, run into as well, although they do say that it's, although it's kind of, it, it's pretty good, It's it's it loses some of its flavor or something, something to that effect, I I. I don't really know because I haven't spent much time with it, but right, um, yeah, it's getting dropped. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So sad day for that. Sad day for Agent Carter. Yeah. Sorry, you will be missed. Too bad. So sad. Yeah. Oh well. On to another thing. On to other stuff. On to other stuff. I haven't seen an episode. How sad is that? No. <laughs> I know. I watched like three episodes and I was like, this is pretty good. I just, I'm just not as captivated with it as other people are. Like, I bet if I like watched the whole first season, I'd probably be like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then I probably wouldn't watch the second season. Yeah. But, uh, Apocalypse comes out this week. It does come out this week. Will I go see it? Like we said, I don't know. It's like <laughs> X-Men number 11. I'm just... You need to plan these things out. It's not that. It's just, you know, maybe a few years ago, yeah, I'd be pumped and excited to go see an X-Men movie. Right now, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's another X-Men movie. I know. I have that feeling, too. But I'm I'm still looking forward to seeing it to an extent. Right. And uh, since it's my anniversary this coming weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, so Memorial Day weekend, it will be probably prime time for the wife and I to like go see it together. Um, if she is feeling like, oh, we can go see a movie, pick whatever you want, which she never says. And, uh, you know, we'll go see it, maybe. Yeah. Let's see here. Ooh, just saw something. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a petition to bring Agent Carter to Netflix. Oh, hey, there's yeah. an idea. And it says that it has over 50,000 signatures. So what's the what's the baseline to get, you know, uh, a show like that greenlit on Netflix for Netflix to pick it up? I don't know. Maybe give it more of a mature audience rating. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know, really. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the headline. I was like, hey, we just talked about that. What a coincidence. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. Oh. Let's see here. Uh, so it looks like more and more um, it's kind of showing that Marvel's TV universe and uh, their cinematic universe is kind of pulling away from each other. 
And apparently a, uh, a lot of that is due to the clash between Ike Perlmutter and uh, Kevin Feige, who's kind of like over the whole uh, cinematic universe there at, at, uh, at Marvel. So I don't know. I I would really like to see the, the TV properties, especially the Netflix series, interact a lot more with the TV universe and eventually see like Daredevil show up in the Avengers. But right. um, I don't know. With all the crap that's going on over at Marvel and Di- uh, Marvel Disney between uh, Perlmutter and uh, Feige, it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. So... I don't know. What are your What are your thoughts? Um, I'd kind of like to see them get closer, but I don't think it's going to hurt it if they don't. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't see them ever making a Daredevil movie again. You know, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not too upset about it. Really, could be worse. I suppose. Yeah. I'm like, it could be worse. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see, you know, where they kind of make cameos and stuff. But I'm kind of like, you know what? It's good where it's at right now. So I guess play it safe. And I mean, they don't really need to. I mean, because let's face it, Marvel's kind of kicking DC's butt in in a lot of some parts. Not so much the TV way. I think they're pretty even in that, but when it comes to like movies, that's a different story. Cause like not to jump onto another thing, but I've been hearing like some of their like directors are kind of quitting on some of the movies that they're doing, like the flash. Yeah. Yeah. What was his you name? Know? Graham. Was it Graham Smith or something? Yeah. Something like that. I don't He's know. He's leaving the flash. Yeah. It's like, do they just not have the confidence, you know, where, you know, Marvel's kind of like, hey, we've got Disney behind us. Anyone want to make a movie? And people just jump on that, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh.
So what did you think of the trailer? All right, I'm sold. It looked great. Better. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot better. So. Oh really? Yeah. So I, I'm, tell me I'm, where, where what I'm missing here. Um, I think it's giving more of the story. I mean, I mean, not so much. Maybe not so much more of the story, but it's making. I'm just gonna say it makes it more likable. Likable. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that sounds kind of confusing, but I mean, the 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 first one, it was just kind of like, wait, we've seen this before, kind of a thing, you know. These people are investigating paranormal activities, you know. It, it, it was like they're following the same storyline, you know. But this one kind of shows that, you know, it's it's different, right? You know, okay. like like. Okay, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 in this kind of world don't exist. But look at this. It, it's it's our own kind of story. Yes, you know, they're, they, they do this kind of thing, but it, it's different in the sense that, like, well, for one thing, you know, it looks like Chris Hemsworth gets possessed a lot sooner in the movie kind of a thing, and he's kind of your villain. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I did see that. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, so the, the villain takes over a body, and then it's like, that's kind of what's stopping them from taking the villain out is, you know, it's a friend kind of a thing. So it's it's a little intriguing. So Yeah. I have to admit, it, it, it did look a little bit more spectacular yeah. this time around. Yeah, it did. You know, they they showed a lot of little snippets of, like, just a big, monsters it was like your your stay puff marshmallow man type uh monster moments just like big i hope i hope it's not all that and i hope that's not all we're we're getting out of the movie and i hope they haven't spoiled it for us but that's kind of what it seemed like yeah yeah no i hope they haven't showed us too much you know i hope they just they're just kind of giving us the tip of the iceberg and it's like hey you know there's a lot more underneath so yeah, I'm. That's that's what I'm betting. I'm regardless. I'm absolutely gonna see this. I mean, yeah. Ghostbusters was such a big part of my childhood. So, I mean, that's definitely that's definitely something I will for sure see. Um, a question that I wanted to ask you was something that I heard on Collider today that made me think a lot about what movie character. Uh, shaped my childhood the most? Like, what 80s character or movie shaped your life the most? And a lot of them were like Rocky, and I, I, I you know me, and I still have not watched Rocky yet, and I, I keep <laughs> telling myself, you're an idiot, you have to watch the freaking movie, your brother gave you the Rocky box set, and you will use it. But I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Oh, if he gave you the Rocky box set, you yeah. at least got to give it a shot. I mean, although I'm, most people are saying Rocky is it Rocky three? Rocky three is the best. Oh, definitely, definitely. L- little weird, funny fact about that: that's my first movie I ever saw. My parents said that they took me to the drive-in to go see that. No way. Yeah, I mean, I was only like four months old, but they're like, "Yep, that's your first movie." That's cool, though. Yeah. So. 
So no, I, I I will admit that Rocky three is great. I mean, one and two and three and four are great, but there's something about three that I just I don't know. Mr. T is clever laying, you know. Can you predict anything for, for this fight? And he's like, pain, you know. It's just oh, it's great. Which so. one's the one with the Cold War? Four. Is that Rocky Four? Yeah, Rocky Four, and that one's great. You know, Dolph Lundgren. You know, what a beast. Oh, I'll watch anything with him in it. Yeah, he's he's great, and I just I don't know. It's good. I I, I mean, there's a lot of times you won't understand what Rocky says, and you know, it's not so much the dialogue. It's just no, it really is. It's just uh, so much yeah. The, it, it's the feeling you get watching those movies. You get pumped. I mean. You start kind of going, yeah, if I had that song, I'm going to go out like freaking early in the morning. I'm going to go run like a bat out of hell kind of an attitude. and I'm going to go punch some cold meat. Actually, I got to do that once. I, I've i heard it's really, really painful. It's it's not fun. I, I, I was like, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? You know, I was like, it's cold meat. But no, I was like, I have to have the opportunity. You know, I, I shouldn't have, but I got like... I was younger, got a tour of like a butcher place and, you know, they, they just kind of showed us, you know, they were like, and here's where we hang the meat up and stuff. And I was like, there's a piece of cow. I'm going to go punch it. <laughs> you are undoubtedly not unlike anybody who's probably seen Rocky and is just like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Hanging meat, go punch it. That's exactly. what you do. It, it was on a bucket list. Kind of like my other bucket, you know, I've added to my bucket list even like, like we're already getting, you know, people coming for Salt Lake Comic Con and one of them is Lou Ferrigno and I'm kind of oh, like, that's awesome. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to just go up to him and be like, can I get a Hulk hug? Oh, the Hulk to hug me. I'm like, how many people can say that? I mean, how precious. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, can I get a hug? From the Hulk? Everybody, know? look at this. Listen to the softy here. He wants a Hulk hug. I'd like. I want a Hulk hug. I want to, you know, if people are like, give me a bear hug. I'm like, no, give me a Hulk hug. Yeah, from Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. I hear he's like an amazing guy to talk to, though. So. You know who I heard was also cool? Andre the Giant was a super cool person. Ooh, I believe it. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Sad moment. Tragic. Yeah. To, back to your question, though. Yeah. Who, who would. Who who did kind of like inspire you in your youth and stuff? Um, I definitely have to say that the movie that just kind of like I don't know, just like sparked a lot of stuff for me that was just like it's always been there for me is it's a movie that we talk about all the time. It's uh Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, Jack Burton. Jack Burton, man. Jack Burton was like <laughs> He was just, he was like, he, I wouldn't say he was a role model. He was just somebody that I just loved. I just loved his, uh, his arrogant, snob, cocky, you know, his personality. No, I, just, I get you. It's just the Kurt Russell. It's the Kurt Russell effect, you know. He just emulates that sort of character, even though I'm sure he's not like that in real life. He's just so damn good at playing that and. That movie just like shaped me as a kid. I would have watched that. I mean, that movie honestly, had they gone a little further, could have been rated R. Yeah. But it wasn't, and I used to watch it all the time. I had it on VHS, and I would I would just throw that in there, 
and I'd watch Miss, I'd watch Egg Shen talk to that lawyer, put some electricity between his hands, and mm-hmm. then listen to that that da 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 da, and just listen to yeah. the listen to Jack Burton come on the Pork Chop Express. Pork Chop Express. Yeah, my dad's a truck driver. I've been tempted so many times to just paint that on his truck. Oh my gosh, so I was, cool! I was like, I was like, could I just do that, you know? But I can tell the sound of a Freightliner truck just by listening to it, you know? Yeah, I can hear that, and I'm like, oh, that's a Freightliner. And people are just I... like, how would you even know that? It's, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Big Trouble in Little China one too many times, buddy. No, I I actually watched that two days ago. Oh, I had a cousin. Okay, she was like, she's she's trying to get into the comic book stuff. Like, she's got a boyfriend that he's all about comic books and, you know, just all all this kind of stuff we talk about. You I know, I will pistol whip you if you didn't if you haven't told that guy about our podcast. Oh, I've told him about oh. it. You know, I I I keep hitting him like, yeah, hey, I got a podcast. You know that, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> your mother in law came up to me and was like, I think it's so cool that you guys do. Do you do that podcast thing? So oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, but um, she's like, okay, explain this to me. And I'm like, oh, my hell. How do you know? How do I get into this? You know, and she was like, what are some good movies to watch on Netflix? And I was like, <laughs> automatically, I was like, Big Trouble in Little China. And they were both right like, now. even him, though, he was like, I've never heard of it. I was like, sit down. You're in for entertainment, boys. If you want a great triple feature, watch that back to back. With Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Mostly just Escape from New York. Just, I was going to say, Escape from New York, definitely. Escape from L.A. was just kind of... Mm. It's good, but it was different to yeah. me. I mean, it's it's Snake Plissken, but there's just something about New York that I'm just kind of like, what was up with that, you know? <laughs> Seriously. I-, I loved it. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm kind of like, why isn't New York like this now? I kind of want it to be. I kind of would like to see it all burn down. I just kind of do. And I mean, I want to see New York, but I kind of want to see New York more like this, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I'd, that's, I'd that's actually terrible. be more interested in seeing New York that way than seeing it, you know, as it is now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I I definitely want that. I want a real life Snake Plissken. I, you know. I swear I'm not a terrorist. I just... I just have a certain way of seeing things, and that's how I want to see it. Exactly. No. But, yeah, they were like, we've never seen it. It was like, go grab some popcorn. We're in for a movie night. You know? <laughs> they were like, Seriously, you and I just need to get together and do a commentary on Big Trouble in Little China. I'd love it. Oh. That's great. it it's definitely an inspiration of childhood. Um, I'd have to say the one that inspired me the most was Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, though. Hell, yeah. I, I would have to say, other than Big Trouble in Little China, I think I watched that one a little bit more. Anytime that one was on TV, I definitely had to sit. I don't care if I had a friend over or something. I was like, we're watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. If that's on TV, you stop what you're doing. And yeah. you, you have to finish You have to finish it. It doesn't matter where you are. You sit down and you watch that movie exactly. because it is just a wild ride. Exactly. I've already got plans that if I ever build a house, I'm getting me a theater room. And I'm just going to have it decked out like a temple in some kind of jungle kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to have like like some kind of like, I don't know, little st- stool kind of stand things with certain artifacts from the movies. 
Just the first three, though, you know. Oh my gosh, man! Those I watched Temple of Doom the other night. Did you? Heck yeah! I I'm tempted to go like after we're done here to go upstairs and then watch, and then watch uh, Last Crusade just because I haven't. I need to finish the, the trilogy. I, I gotta I gotta get through it. You have to, and and the problem is I want my kids to watch it with me, and I'm like. There's some scary shit in this movie. They're just too young. They just don't get it yet. Exactly. It's, it's, it's and I and I can't wait for the time when they start watching more adult movies like I did because honestly, when I was a kid, I, at the same time I'd watch cartoons, I would watch Back to the Future or Indiana Jones or yep or any uh, Ghostbusters even. From the time yeah. I was five years old, I was watching all of that, and it didn't matter. Like I was watching Goonies. I was watching stuff where they're swearing. I was watching yeah. uh, the uh, the Explorers or Flight of the Navigator, you know, just yep. all kinds of stuff. It didn't yeah. really matter. I was just good movies are good movies. Doesn't it's matter. true. And, and not only that, okay, going off on a little wing, wing thing here. I was talking to my wife last night and I said, I've got plans for when our daughter turns 16. And she was like, what's that? I said, I'm going to install scary movies into our kid. She was like, she's only 16. You know, I was like, I don't care. I have a theory here. This is me going for dad of the year. This is kind of like that Nobel Peace Prize for dads. Okay? <laughs> that exists. I, I know it does. I think we need we need to let our teenagers see scary movies because at that point, when they're 16 and they've got that date coming over and everything, I can talk to them and be like, so you're going out? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, is there going to be drinking? Is there going to be drugs? Is there going to be sex? And be like, just so you know, if any of that stuff's there, there might be an axe murder out in those woods. Or you show them Taken. Yeah, that too. But I'm just going to say that axe murderer could be your very own father. (laughs) (laughs) It's at that point they they decide to lock the door in front of them instead of on the other side. (laughs) And then just look at the date and be like, just think about it. I do have the tools. I'm just a phone call away. <laughs> phone call away. You've seen Scream, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. See? I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to have to worry about my daughter because she's going to be like, no, no. My dad might come kill us. You just got to watch for the goosebumps on the arms. You know, if you if you can procure those on your your child's skin and you see that, yep. they are scared straight and they will be just fine. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm going to do. I just told my wife and she's giving me the green light. I'm like, yes. Dad of the year. Yep, dad of the year. She was like, I'm not going to watch him with you. I was like, that's fine. You just got to wait like, you know, like 10 years. Got to let my kids just be like, dad, what are we watching? Tonight we're watching Halloween. The original. Or, you know, Hellraiser or you can watch Chucky or, you know. Yeah, And, and the best part about Halloween is my brother actually has that mask and they've seen it. So then maybe they'll put two to two together because he's a big guy too, you know. He'll be like, oh. see, I'm already got a plan. I'm like, I'm you're gonna, gonna do that whole YouTube thing where you YouTube, you like you video yourself pulling the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in your yeah. kid's bedroom, and then you save it for later in life. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, oh, you're okay, you're okay. Why? Because you didn't drink tonight. Exactly. Think about it. I didn't smell booze on you. You're okay. Good night, son. Love you. Yeah, love you. And there's probably something in your closet. There's something in your closet. (laughs) Oh, genius. Oh, I'm excited. I don't want time to pass away. I'm just, I've got plans. 
I'm right there with you, man. I am right there with you. That and if I have Alzheimer's and buy me a Batman suit and put it in my closet. Oh, yeah. It has to be the Batman v Superman Batman costume. Why not? And I'd just be like, honey, am I Batman? Am I Batman? Am I Batman? Why is this suit in here? That's one of my favorite things about Batman is he never thinks of himself as Bruce Wayne. It's true. Like inside his head, he's like, I don't call myself Bruce Wayne in my head. All I am is Batman. The outside of me is just a mask for who I really am. Yeah, you never see him going, I am the billionaire. Yeah, you don't see him walk around like, I am Bruce Wayne. No, he's like, I am Batman. I am the knight. I am Batman. That's right. Freak, yeah. Other good news. uh, It was just made official that Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight are are, uh, coming to PS4. Are they? Uh, yeah, they're coming to new consoles. They're they are um, what is it called? Being remastered, mm. remastered for next gen cons- consoles or for current gen consoles. <sighs> I'm just gonna have to jump on the bandwagon and get me one of these. So. Seriously, you have to. I, I'm, Best. I'm still on the Xbox 360. I'm just kind of like we've had such good memories. I can't let you go. <laughs> but then I look at the Xbox One. I'm kind of like. Like, oh, I want you so bad. And then I'm like, oh, I am such a scumbag. I'm tra- I'm betraying it. I'm, I'm, it's like, cheater. Yeah, I'm a cheater on my Xbox 360. I'm like, I'm like you're a dirty slut, Cameron. You're, you're a dirty slut. <laughs> I smacked my own ass. You <laughs> no, uh, I'm not that bad. No. No, that's – it's totally worth it, though. It's called um, – it's uh, Arkham. It's Return to Arkham. So Batman Return to Arkham. That's what the remastered versions. And it comes with all the DLCs ever done for the games. Really? Yeah, all DLC. I'm, I don't care how much it is. I'm buying it as soon okay. as it comes out. Xbox 360. I'm sorry. I'm saving up money. I'm going to buy me a new console. Don't know if it's going to be the PS4 or the Xbox One. Just, It's just going to happen. Just I... I like the way the PS4 functions better yeah. than I liked the 360. I just like the way that I can navigate through all my apps and stuff, and it's just right. a little more simplified. Yeah. Uh, the 360. I mean, the Xbox One's pretty cool, but I just kind of like the way the PlayStation yeah. platform is. No, there's just one game I really want to play, and that is Quantum Break. I was gonna say for Honor. What's that? Ooh, for honor. So basically, think of it as like kind of Battlefront. You've got to take like spots on the map and everything, but it's medieval time. So you like right now, so far, you can either be knights or samurais or Vikings. And I'm like, Vikings all the way. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, like, wow. I'm I looking it up right now. Ancestors. Yeah, look it up. Oh, it's, dude, this looks dope. It's so bad. And I'm kind of like, what if they like have more? Like, I don't care if it's download stuff. I'm like, what if you can all of a sudden be like a Spartan, you know, or, you know, anything? I'm like, let's add more than just these three. So is this first person or is this it, it's third, a person? third person? It, what is it? Like four different kind of like character kind of things that you can pick like even in the night ones there's a guy in there with a big ass sword and 
I mean, it just, it looks great to me, you know, and of course it's done by the same people that do Assassin's Creed and, and all those games. I'm just kind of like, you can't go wrong there. Oh, there's even a trailer out. Oh yeah. It's been out for a bit. I just, I haven't seen any gameplay for the Vikings, but I'm like, I'm just all about the Viking history. I love it. You know, that's a, it's a good toss up. Like who's more brutal. Is it the Viking? Is it the samurai? Obviously it's probably more the Viking, but well, uh, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, so all in all, they all have their great features, you know, and I, I used to watch that deadliest warrior thing. And some of them I was like, yeah, I could see that being more deadlier. But when they showed that Viking versus samurai, it was like, don't give me that BS. <laughs> I was like, I know my history and I know that the Mong- Mongolians actually attacked Japan. And the only reason why they didn't win is because of a big typhoon wiped out most of their ships. Too true. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, did you see this? There's seven minutes of For Honor gameplay. Yeah, I have been watching it like... Like like a hawk. Like a hawk on a little mouse in a field. I'm like, you're going to be mine one day. (laughs) No, that sounds a lot more like Roadrunner and Coyote. (laughs) You'll be mine someday, but you keep escaping my grasp. (laughs) My wife's like, you're not getting an Xbox One. (laughs) What about PS4? Not that either. Why? You don't have time to play. I'll make time. How do you know? How do you know? Maybe I'll cut it into our date time. How's that feel? <laughs> oh, doghouse after that, boy. Um, doghouse after that. It's okay. Well, no, in fact, I make the doghouse pretty nice. <laughs> oh, I, I have to tell you, though, I just want to bid on a projector on the public surplus website. Ooh. So, I don't know how much you know about projectors, but this one's actually pretty sweet. I I know that I've been wanting one. I just I don't know much about them, but that's pretty bad, eh? So, I had a projector and uh-huh. um some of the things that are most important like about a projector are like how many lumens it produces. It's just like a measurement of how how bright it projects. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it's like its aspect ratio, its throw rate which is how big you can make the screen. Right. Um, things like that. So I had a projector. I had a – it was decent, and my dad has one too, which he's offered to like basically give me. But um, it only had about 900 lumens, which is semi-bright. It's fairly standard. But the one that I just bought has like a range of 3,000 lumens, mm. which is just like really, really bright. So. Yeah. Normally, this projector like retails originally for like twenty five hundred bucks, and I think I, I think I got it for like sixty. Wow! On that's, on a bid, that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not bad, right? <laughs> Man, you win it today. No, you just got to go on the public surplus website, bro, uh-huh. and just just browse, just browse, just browse. I got I got I got us a like a twenty inch iMac. For under two hundred bucks, oh, wow! On the public surplus, like just by bidding at the right time, just because I don't think many people know about it. No, I don't think people do. I, I think a lot of people are still doing that eBay. Oh, I I do a lot of eBay shopping, and yeah. I I'm addicted to eBay just because I think I can get a better deal than Amazon, and I usually do. <laughs> right. So I'm I, I I have problems with eBay because eBay is just like. If I'm like thinking about buying anything, I'm like, 
oh, I bet I could get it cheaper on eBay first. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. And I go that, there and I'm like, that's where I go for like classic books and, and like, art supplies. No, not so much art supplies. I'm, I, I like collecting old books and stuff. Classics. Yeah. Classics. Like I actually got the legend of sleepy hollow that was printed in like 1895 or something. Oh my gosh. Like, how much did that cost you? 20 bucks. Really? <laughs> yeah. So is it legit though? Yeah, it's legit. I saw it and I was like, buy it now. Hardback? <laughs> like, yeah. It, it's not big. The thing is, I mean, really truthfully, the story's not long. So the book is, it's really thin. It's 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 a hardback, you know, and it's got that old book smell that I love. It's a lot of people think that just stinks, but I'm like, no, that's history. Oh, that's that's history you're smelling uh, right there. I mean, I mean, we're talking, it's only like 60 pages. You can read the whole thing in like a couple of hours. That sounds awesome. Like, and and I'm I'm kind of weird. I'm like, my wife and I we we read our kids' books and stuff, but I'm like, that's the kind of book that I go to for Halloween time. I'm like, hey kids, it's October 31st. We're reading a book, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I honestly would love to like collect some classic books too. Like, I want like an original copy of like Dracula and. Yeah. And some of the old creepy stories too. Like I I would also like to learn more about like the legend of Dracula because I know there's some like truth to it. Right. There's some truth to that stuff and I'd just like to know where that is and I want to like read and kind of dive into that stuff. But, you know, time, you know, how much time do you really have to do things like that, Steve-O? None. True. So such is life. I hate being an adult sometimes. Yeah, I look me at kids too. and go, I want that lifestyle again. I want someone to feed me and I don't have to worry about money. I want somebody to just take me to Neverland. Mm. Off to Never Neverland. Yeah. I just want to go to Never Neverland and have Neverland be filled with classic books and just all the time in the world where I can just sit and practice practice graphic design. There you go. I I would love to just sit for hours and hours and hours and just explore what I can do with like Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and just just design my brains out. Right. I would no, love I that. <sighs> it's a pipe dream though. It's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all in the pipe. But what was what was we talking about? We were talking about movies that kind of shaped our childhood. Yeah, shaped our childhood. Okay, I got one for you. I don't. I doubt you've ever heard of this movie. It's an old. It's like a horror Disney movie. It's a scary Disney movie. I think it's called okay. Mister Boogity. Mister Boogity. Yes. Hmm. Creepy old like haunted house movie like this house is haunted by this ghost of this creepy scary pilgrim okay oh man this movie used to scare the shit out of me when i was a kid and i used to love watching it for some reason as a boy i loved being scared by this movie i'd jump behind the couch Uh uh-huh afraid for my life 
because <laughs> I was scared, but I would keep watching. I was like, oh my gosh, like my eyes are just like peering over the edge of the couch, like at the movie. I'm like, ah, no, no. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, I yeah, I used to watch that movie all the time. No, yeah. you know, I feel like I want to say that I've heard of it, but I just can't. Like my brain's just going through, and I'm like, nope, nope. There was even a sequel to it. Nope. Called Bride of Boogity. Nope. Then I've never seen it. Nope. No, no. Oh, man. You have to look up this movie. I'm going to have to. Oh, it's classic. It's, oh. Even the, like, the cover is just, like, creepy. And Disney made it. Uh, let me see here. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Let's see. Is there a description on this thing? I don't know. Hold on a second. Let me. Google, help me. Google to my aid. Mjolnir to me. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay. Yeah, Walt Disney. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A novelty salesman moves his family into a new house, initially dismissing incidents as more of their father's practical jokes because, yeah, like he's a novelty. The family soon learns that the house is haunted by people who lived in the house 300 years previously. Oh, like there needs to be a remake. Oh, it's classic. It's just. Oh, wow. You'd get a huge kick out of this movie, I, I bet. I probably would. I'm. I, I. I like to find some weird movies. I mean, I. I like watching weird Kevin Smith movies, but mm. one that I found. Okay, last time we were talking about like old black and white movies. Yeah. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. okay. Terror in Tiny Town. That sounds familiar. It is a western with a cast full of little people. Terror in Tiny Town, huh? It is terrible, and I watched it, and I laughed at some parts, but part of me was like, the only way to enjoy this, and I am not this way. You are making fun of short people. No, I'm not. You shortest. <laughs> no, it's that you'd have to be drunk to really... <laughs> it's terrible, because, I mean, like, there's a stagecoach chase and everything, and they're on ponies. It's just these little people. They're little people, and the acting is terrible. And sometimes I look at them and I'm like, that's not a little person. That's got to be a kid. And it's like, no, they claim it is just little people. Just and I'm midgets. like, yeah, midgets. I mean, there's a point where this guy's getting thrown out of the saloon, and his head doesn't even really touch the, the door panels. It, <laughs> it's like his hands smack it open. They, they throw him under the door. Yeah, it's throwing him under the door. I'm like, the terror of Tiny Town. With an all midget cast. Yep. A rockin', rootin', tootin', shootin' <laughs> drama of the great outdoors. I don't even know where I, I just saw it on TV. I was like, what is this that I am watching and I cannot turn my eyes away from? What the deuce is this? I, and I don't even remember what channel it was, but I just, I watched it. And I was like, I've got to tell Steven about this on the podcast. Oh, man, that's great. I was like... Where can I buy this on eBay or Amazon or something? I'm like, oh, but just that chase, the stagecoach chase with the ponies. I mean, even the stagecoach is being pulled by ponies. And I'm just like, 
What? Great companion to this movie would probably be Hot Lead and Cold Feet. Yeah. Yeah. Be perfect. <laughs> perfect. Just, a, just, a, just any Don Knotts movie. Don yep. Knotts would go great with this. Yeah. I just, I just couldn't stand. I was like, this is terrible. This is a terrible movie. This is ridiculous. I love it. It really was. It's so horrible. I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, I okay. I've got another one for you, and I probably mentioned this one before. But did you ever, did you ever see the movie Star Kid? No. Okay. And, and I'm trying to think because you you said it's he gets like an alien suit or something yeah alien there's an alien war so there's like this war on an alien planet uh these these small aliens called the trelkins are are being like they're in a war this big war with uh i cannot remember the 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 other name of the the enemy alien but uh their best scientists create like this prototype like a uh, suit like a android or cyborg suit that you can get into and they send it away so that the enemy doesn't get it and it lands on earth and this kid who's who's picked on and he has a crush on this girl he's like probably like 12 or 13 years old about to go into puberty he's he's his, he doesn't feel like his dad cares about him and he's he's like this girl and he's guy picks these kids pick on him and you know typical sad boy right uh picked on kid that's awkward but right the hero but the hero of the story of course right uh suit the suit lands in its pod in a nearby junkyard which he he goes to investigate opens it and finds himself inside the suit and just like loving it and kind of you know Doing what all boys would do with it if they had a super suit, jumping around, throwing things, uh, taking revenge on the bully, right. terrifying him, and then he saves the girl even though she doesn't know it's him. Uh, and then an alien, the the uh, the enemy comes and finds him, and he's you know he it's his goal to like take it down, to stop it. So, um, it was like a really, it was like a coming of age movie for me, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was kind of like going through that time period in my life too, so this was fun for me, I guess. Right. So that, it was a good one. I used to watch that one quite a bit. Okay. Okay, I'm looking at it, and I have seen images, but I have not seen the movie. But I swear that face talks, doesn't it? Yes, like it does. The, the lips move. Kind of. Yeah. yeah that's creepy. <laughs> then you you probably hated you probably hated Planet of the Apes. The originals? Yeah. Um no, I actually was okay with them. Oh really? Yeah, I mean for one thing it was monkeys, you know. I mean, I I wasn't a big fan of them, but I could sit and watch it and just be like, I hope this isn't our future. Yeah. You know, I just look and I go, how do we become this way? I agree. And now I look at life and I go, yep, life is going to be that way. Kids don't even know how to, like, use proper grammar. They're already hunched over kind of that way. I'm like, it's a de-evolution of humans. Yeah, seriously. I, 
I I didn't like it all that much. I'm not like a big Poda fan. I've never really been for Planet of the Apes. I just never got into that sort of thing. It just that no. idea never carried with me. No, and, and and I don't even like the remakes really. I mean, no. they're okay. I just it's like I watched it. There you go. You know. Yeah. I'm like yeah. The movie I actually liked better, like the sci-fi fantasy movie that I actually liked better than that was Dune. Dune was good. Yeah, I liked Dune. Like that was my first introduction to Dune was the movie. I never read, I had never read the books, but yeah. I had watched the movie and I was super intrigued. Someone got it for me for like a birthday or a Christmas, and I was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Whatever, I'll just turn it on and watch it because I'm I'm bored." Right. And I ended up like uh, loving it pretty much. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it. I gotcha. Okay, I got a movie for you. Okay. For this? Okay. Have you ever heard of The Last Dragon? Yes, that rings a definite bell. I'm, I'm Googling. Googling. Last Dragon. Looks familiar. Okay. I used to watch this. Not as much as Big Trouble in Little China, but I was into martial arts movies because, I mean, who wasn't at that time? I mean, you had Steven Seagal, you had Jean-Claude Van Damme, you had Chuck Norris, you know. Let's just face it. The 80s were kind of like you wanted to learn martial arts. Yeah, karate was in. Yeah, but this is like this kid wants to be like Bruce Lee kind of a thing, you know. This definitely looks like it has the. (laughs) Oh, it's. It has the. uh... I love it. It has that uh, big trouble in Little China kind of like little yeah. mysti- mystical side to it. Yeah, on, on IMDb, it's all in New York City. A young man searches for the master to obtain the final level of martial arts mastery, known as the glow. Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, <laughs> this is I'm sounds like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, just like how can that's definitely an '80s movie. You gotta love it. How can I not want to watch this movie? I, I need to find it because like the bad guy on there. <laughs> Afro brutality. His, his name is Shownuff. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's this black guy who thinks he's the master. He's called the Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a terrible villain, but oh, I love him. Oh my goodness! I'm like, oh my hell. I just, it, it's comical. I love it. It's good. It's definitely a watch. Oh, so, that sounds great. It's just cheesy as hell. Totally in for that movie. Yeah. Totally in. But no, I would have to say Big Trouble in Little China, Indiana Jones. Very inspirational in my childhood. That and Predator. I didn't watch Predator until I was like 20, 25. Really? Yeah, I, I was deprived. Oh my gosh, that was like my first rated R movie, really. I was just, I was like, what? There's this alien you can't see? And it's Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting it. And I mean, you always thought Arnold Schwarzenegger is just this big bad A who could take on anybody. And then you find something that's bigger than him. You're kind of like, Fit, please, we can kill it. Yeah, I'm like, oh my hell. You know, I just loved it as a kid, too. I mean, I wasn't little, little. I think I was like 10 or something. But I just remember that was a movie that I could watch with my cousins and not get in trouble. Oh, I hear you, man. It, um, 
I think my first rated R movie that I ever watched was it was actually uh, The Matrix. I think was the first one. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's my first rated R movie, and after that, I think my only next rated R movie that I ever saw after that was The Punisher. Nope. Correction. Fight Club. Fight Club. Oh, man, I could never get enough Fight Club. I read the book, I watched the movie, and for like an entire year, that was like my whole thing was just like Fight Club, all about Fight Club. Really? Yeah, seriously. It's such a messed up movie. It's, oh, I love it. It's a psychedelic roller coaster. That movie like forced me to like consider concepts of mind and like just life itself that I hadn't. I hadn't considered before, you know, right. it makes you think about like why, like what kind of person you are and, and what are you doing and what, what matters to you and what doesn't really matter. And, um, just that sort of thing. Right. And then it was just such a, such a, how to, how to describe the fight club movie experience uh but it's one of those movies that it's like like it's not gonna get nominated really i mean i don't think no 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 but the the storyline it's like why didn't that you know there's a lot of movies i look at and i go why isn't that like considered for an oscar anything you know i mean it's such a it's such an original idea it really is very much so and, and I mean, that, and that's the sad thing is like everything you see at the Oscars, usually it's already been done. True. Yeah. True. It's more of a psychedelic mind bang, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's, it's right up there with, have you ever seen the movie Memento? No, I've heard it's really good. <clears throat> oh, Memento is crazy because it goes backwards. Isn't that like a isn't that a Christopher Nolan movie? I think it might be. It's got Guy Pierce in it. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It, it's just it's crazy cuz uh, let's see. Is it a Guy Pierce? Yeah, Guy Pierce Christopher Nolan. Yeah. See? There you go. You already know it's going to be weird. Oh, uh, I'm prepared for him. Yeah. Bring it on, man. I can I can handle his stuff oh. pretty well. I mean, it, it it is crazy because like, j- just he he can't remember things, and he's the investigator for the murder of his wife. Oh, really? Like, like he has short term memory loss, and he can lose it like quick. Oh, really? So, yeah. So to to remember everything, he's getting like all this stuff tattooed on him. So every morning he wakes up, he looks in the mirror, and it's reversed. So he's like, your wife is dead, you know, this is what you're doing, you know. But it's just, it's crazy. And I mean, like, again, the first 10 minutes is the very end. And then it goes to the next 10 minutes. And then it stops at where you first started off. And it just keeps going back and back and back until the very beginning of the movie. And you're like, what? That sounds crazy. Yeah, it's definitely Christopher Nolan craziness it but almost sounds like a uh quentin tarantino style of filmmaking right you but... know you go to the end and then the beginning and then the end and the middle and then the middle end and then the beginning again yeah but take quentin tarantino out of it and it's better 
<laughs> exactly. Because I'm sorry, he's just making garbage lately. He, he is so hit and miss for me. Like I, I hesitate to watch anything he makes because I'm not sure if I'm going to like absolutely hate it and waste my time, or if I'm going to be like, "Wow, this is really good." Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, it, it's because he made one movie that everybody raved about, and he's like, "Well, I can do whatever I want now." You know, and you're like, "No, you really can't." Still, he's such a mixed bag. Like I'm scared to. It's like reaching your hand to a, into a bag of grenades and thinking that they're all duds and then every once in a while there's a live grenade in there and you yep. don't know what you're getting and you're like oh I'm in... oh my gosh it's actually clicking oh uh, yeah. Uh. yeah exactly no see memento you'll you'll think it's crazy it's just i'm like you know they could have kept going with this or something in like comic book form it would have been awesome i think did you ever see lethal weapon oh yeah i've never seen any of those what? Nope. Ah, uh, I know. Shame on me. Shame on you. Slap Rocky hand. And lethal Slap weapon. Hand. Really? I know. <laughs> I know. I wasn't. My household was not the household where you could watch rated R movies. Uh, it's okay. I know. I know. It's so tragic. So tragic. No, not, not really. You're not missing on much. I mean, I I had a good lifestyle. My parents didn't let me watch everything. I I mostly snuck to watch these movies or went to a friend's house where their parents were like oh yeah you're five here let's watch child's play and it's like i had this i had to sneak to watch i had to sneak to watch seinfeld really my parents would not let me watch seinfeld or the simpsons no see i had that my there was a time where my parents were like you're not watching the simpsons that's not even for your you know age and i'm like it's a cartoon it's funny that's the thing is because you could show that to a kid, but they won't understand the humor in it until they're at least 20 if they even decide to rewatch it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be bad to show them out of in concept and in theory, it would be bad to show them at a young age, but honestly, you may not be doing them any harm at all. Yeah. So, no. it's kind of jump ball there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. No, um, I just Yeah. Just saying though. Watch Memento. Not with your kids, though. Okay. It's R. So. Leave the kids out of it. Yeah, but it's it, it's definitely good. I, I just, it's kind of, it's like, what? Like, what is this thing? Yeah, especially at the end. You'll just kind of go, holy shit. I like those moments. I like the holy shit moment. Oh, yeah. The one where you're just like, uh... Who am I? Where am I? What am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. I do that every morning at work. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how I got to work sometimes. I'm just like, I just woke up and I end up work and I'm dressed at least. That's amazing how the brain can work. The brain can function on autopilot and get you from one place to the other without you actually consciously thinking about the fact that you were thinking or doing something. Yeah, exactly. Because like kind of scary. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I've gotten to school like when I was in college. I can remember so many times I would get to school and I'd be like sitting in class and I was like, "Did I drive here? Or was I like, <laughs> did, did somebody drive me off here? I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember even driving here. What was it? Yeah. And you're like, somehow I got here. Somehow I put on these clothes and I. I think I ate something. I'm not sure. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Did I take a pill? Did I? Uh, I don't know. Did I kill somebody? Who knows? 
Exactly. You just, just don't know what happened. Exactly. You just function on autopilot, man. Yep. It's just the way it is. And that's so scary sometimes. It's kind of cool, though. It is, but I'd be really upset. Like, today, I hit a skunk on the way to work. No, really? Yeah, so my car stinks, and I'm like, oh. I'm going to deal with that for a week. And I couldn't avoid it. I mean, I was going 80, you know, on the freeway, where are the speed limits that way, and just it just came out of nowhere, and I was like, nope, not going like, to swerve uh, to miss that. Shit. No <laughs> chance. And I mean, I only got its head, really. And I'm like, my car's <laughs> I only got his head and his brain splattered everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's it's so gross. But, oh, and everybody's like, man, there's a skunk outside. And I'm like, no, that's my car. I hit something. You Which know, you can take my word on this one. Uh, somebody told me to do this when there are terrible smells in your car. And I don't know if you want to try this, but I've heard you go and you buy like a bottle of vodka and you put that in a spray bottle, and it basically will remove smells like that out of your car. I believe it. So I believe it. I've actually used vodka to take paint off of walls. When no. I, I, yeah. I, I, I did murals. In my parents' basement, I got bored one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, hey. The basement's kind of like the kids' area to do whatever they want, right? And my mom was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, just checking. And I painted the magic mirror from Snow White. Ooh. Yeah. And it's still down there because my mom's like, it's awesome. I'll keep it, you know? (laughs) It was like, sweet. But there were some parts where I was like, hey, mom, I messed up on the spot and I can't get the paint off the wall and I don't want to repaint over what you've put on the wall already. What could I use? And she was like, vodka takes paint off walls. <laughs> I was like, sure enough, it does. Yeah. Crazy, right? So, yeah, I believe that if you use it as a spray to take out a scent, I I don't doubt it. Yeah, I've I've heard it works really well for smoke, like for people that smoke and takes gets the smell out of the car and then works on stuff like skunks and and other other odors as well. So well, now we're gonna have to do like a YouTube MythBuster show now. Oh yeah, there definitely. Sons of Comics. We're trying out different theories. Exclusive. Exclusive. Exclusive Sons of Comics Theory Buster. Theory Buster. We're uh, gonna this vodka and get the blood out of this carp. No. <laughs> Where did the blood come from? <laughs> I don't know. We don't talk a Fight Club. No. We don't talk. Yes. <laughs> This is Sons of Comics Fight Club. We don't talk about where the blood came from. We don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, here's a piece of good news for you and me. Uh, so Harley Quinn's solo movie has been greenlit pretty much. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Same character and everything? Same character. Margot Robbie's kind of heading it up. She was the one that uh, kind of proposed the idea, and they like it. Nice. I, I like that. And I, I think that kind of says something. I mean, the movie isn't even out yet. and there are A lot of confidence, yeah, for Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, I'm like, you know, good for you, DC. Have a little confidence in something that you own. Ah, that brings me to my next point. Okay. So Marvel has Kevin Feige, who is kind of like the omnipotent uh, overwatch over Marvel Cinematic Universe. And up to this point... DC Cinematic Universe and Warner Brothers haven't really had their own uh, 
kind of Kevin Feige character to rein in things and keep a close eye and watch over over their uh, over their movie division. So now the news is out that Jeff Johns and I can't remember who who the other guy is, is are kind of taking that role mm-hmm. at DC Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers, DC Films will finally have their own kind of Kevin Feige person to kind of keep things cohesive with their films and uh, so on and so forth. I'm going to try and find that, I think that'll be good, though. I mean, good for you, DC. Ah, here it is. Okay. Uh, The thing reads, Jeff Johns and John Berg have become the heads of a new entity known as DC Films. There you go. So this is like Christmas for me because it's finally time that DC has their own uh, kind of lord and overseer over their films to make sure that these films are they have a they have a formula to them much like the Marvel films do that they fit a certain mold that really works for them. You yeah, know? I, I agree. DC needs that. I I because I, let's be honest, I I don't I don't lean one way more than the other. I just want a good superhero movie, and whether it be a DC or Marvel, I just want it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, and good for DC. Get that out there. I want I want some DC movies. I want Shazam. I want you know, all these great characters that we haven't seen yet, you know. Exactly. I really want them to create their own formula for how they build their movies and I don't really care if it's the same as Marvel's. I just want them to have something that keeps things consistent to a certain degree, if that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. You know, each one of the DC Marvel films, basically they're, they're hero action movies with elements of comedy mixed into them. Mm-hmm. Where, and then there's also very heartfelt moments also intertwined in the stories, which it brings a very distinct life element to the to the movies and if dc can do something like that where they just have this cookie cutter base baseline foundation or formula i think they'll have a very solid shot at kind of kicking marvel in the ass and saying they can compete yeah so i'm not saying that they're like bad or anything i just think they need a little bit more glue to hold them together no, I think that's a great idea. And and not only that, the reason why I think so is it's like because Marvel movies are so good right now that if they did have some comp- like really good hard competition from DC, it would just make them up their game even more. I agree. I mean, all the competition can just hopefully breed better I mean, better content and better movie material for everybody. Yeah. And, and that's a win-win situation for us because let's just face it. Who wins out of this? It's not Marvel or DC. It's the fans. It's just the fans. The fans are the real winners in this in that we get to just pay a few dollars to go watch something that millions of dollars were dumped into to make awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, have at it. Find your directors. Make it great. 
Yeah. Make it awesome. Please make it awesome. Please make it awesome. Yes, indeed. I'm I'm just I'm stoked that Jeff Johns has taken the role. Um, I think he's done some great work. Oh, definitely. I I I have total confidence in that guy for it. So. Yeah, he's he's pretty great. He has a certain vision and he's done lots of things. I mean, he not only has he written comics, but he's been like a chief creative officer. He's he's done uh, work in television as a writer and a producer. So he's made his rounds, and I think he knows what he's doing. So I think he was the right pick for this. Yeah, definitely. Don't really know much about John Berg, but I'm sure I'll I'll do my research and I'll I'll find some good things about him too. But it's about right. time. It's about damn time. It is about time. So good news there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see here. Last piece of news that I'll throw out there. Uh, I don't know if I should spoil this, but Wentworth Miller, if you know him, he will not be on uh, Legends of Tomorrow anymore because he is going back to doing Prison Break. Really? Did you not like Prison Break? It was okay. I couldn't really get into it, but that's kind of sad. I, I like his character. He is honestly the best part of Legends of Tomorrow, and I'll be honest. Like, I really like, I really like um, Ray Palmer, uh, Brandon Routh. I really like Brandon Routh. Love yeah. Katie Lotz. She's she's fantastic. Sierra Renee and uh, the guy that plays Carter Hall. He's they're good too. Um, Victor Garber's good, but. Really, the star of this for me is just is Wentworth Miller's character, Captain Cold, Leonard Snart. He is by far the most entertaining part of that show because underneath his veneer of and facade of of snideness and mischievous activity, he has so much growth in the show. And it is so entertaining. So, yeah. so entertaining. He's just, he starts out kind of, you know, he's just typical asshole and he's a, he's a thief and a robber and he's, he's very good at planning his, his heists and things, but you learn that he very much so has a heart and he, he wishes things could be different for him in another life. Like he wishes he could be the hero, but he, it's just not him. Right. And you, it's very apparent, and they play it off very well. And, oh, man, I, I wish you could see it. You need to watch it. So good. Yeah. So he's he's going to go back and do Prison Break, which I actually liked. I, I really, really enjoyed Prison Break. It's just kind of sad that they're going to lose someone like that, though. <sighs> I'm not sure how well the show would do without him because he's just so damn good. Yeah, I, I mean that's just it. I mean, you're don't don't try and replace him though, you know. Yeah, I know. Just I don't know. It's it's a sad day. I mean, you'll have to watch the series and and you'll see why things are just so complicated for him. But yeah, um, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, that's kind of a downer. Yeah, I would say so. 
too bad, so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of the mail and the news things here. Um, I'm just going to do a quick check through. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, this just bummed me out. Uh, Fox is doing a Fantastic Four sequel. Ah. Uh. Uh, oh, no. Stop it. You're killing them. I know. I, I, just please give it back to Marvel. Please just give Let it Let them back. do it right. They obviously cannot do it. I mean, you've had three movies to do it, and you just sucked. Just sucked. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta give the first Fantastic Four movie with Chris Evans in it, like, I'll give it some credit. It was actually, it, it wasn't, war, it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible, but it, it, it wasn't... It certainly wasn't Iron Man quality. No, it wasn't Iron Man quality. And... Way too campy and cheesy, but it's just—it's just a—it's just a shit berry on top of a shit cake. They are beating a dead horse. Yeah, that horse they is not really that, that horse is dead, my friends. Dead. That horse is dead, and so are all of its grandchildren. Yeah, Fox is not going to revive that one. There's no way. See, they want to do it with the same cast, and I'm not saying the cast is bad. The cast was great. The writing yeah. shit. It, it, it just... Uh, okay. So, yeah. Such a sad, sad thing to hear. It really is. It's not fair. So unfair. I'm sorry, Fox. You just... You don't do it. You don't... You don't get it. You don't understand. You don't understand anything. <laughs> get your chopper and get the hell out of here. Just get to the chopper. It's not, and, and don't uh, forget it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's another good one. Uh, that is just terrible. I know. Worst news of all time. Wow, that's worse than me hitting the skunk today. I know. Stinking uh, it up. Stinking Fox, it up. Stinking it up. Oh, my skunk smell will go away in a week, but that's going to be forever. Oh, it's going to be on my mind until the sequel comes out. And then I go and I, I'm i like, well, that movie was garbage too. Yeah, I just had a bad taste in my mouth and I know what it is now. The only way to save it is to just, I'll tell you how you save the movie. You do the sequel, okay? Deadpool shows up. <laughs> yeah, let him save it. Oh, I He'll save it by ruining it further. Like you can't, you you just steer into the skid, man. If it's gonna be shit, just let, just make sure that Deadpool's got the wheel. Yeah, you know? and many and many 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 scrolls. Yeah, lots of scrolls. Lots of scrolls. A lot of dead scrolls. Lots of dead scrolls just falling from the sky, and their their heads are falling off. Uh, Pets, heads are falling off. The heads are falling off. It's Christmas with Deadpool in that. Oh yeah, have a heyday. Just. Just have him go around like trying to kill the Fantastic Four because they ran over his foot or something, and he's like, "Okay, that's it." You know, just just have him do it because it's the only way Fox was going to save the franchise. Have him piss in Reed Richards' coffee. There you go. Oh, classic. 
you know, just Tim doing fart jokes the whole time. Fart jokes. Pranks. You know, that'll yeah. make the movie seriously watchable. At that point, everybody's like, oh, this is a Deadpool film. It's not a it's Fantastic Dead- Four movie anymore. Yeah, it's just Fantastic Four just got in it. You Fan- know? It's it's Fantastic Deadpool. Yeah, it's oh, Fantastic Deadpool. Why have we not seen that? Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming, please. Fantastic Deadpool. Fantastic Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Mm, and other F-words. Oh, other F-words. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Flavorful Deadpool. <laughs> feverish deadpool oh you can tell it's late oh it's so late I, I've, I've got my dictionary on right now I'm, I'm i'm letting it go there you go oh well to wrap up people um if you let's see i've got a blog that i'm still working on gosh it's taking me so long sorry day job um I'm putting together a blog and if you should sign up for the newsletter that i'll be working on you will get an exclusive drawing, uh, a copy of an exclusive drawing done by our very own Cameron Monk here. Yeah. And uh, we are still in the process of deciding who it should be of or what it should be of. Cameron, yeah. thoughts? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say this. Comment on this. You know, I'd like to see what the viewer, the, the listeners would like. You know, I mean... I, you, many people probably have seen my artwork. You know, I'm working on a on updating my blog because let's face it, it's been <clears throat> over a year since I updated it. That's my bad. So, like I'm gonna say, day job. So, but uh, no, I would like to see what people would want. You know, make maybe it we awesome. should go for that. You know, let's have a voting. Ooh, a vote. Yeah, vote the, a vote. The, the character that gets the most comments of what they want. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. So, and, and we'll do it colored. We'll do it all. So, I agree. So, yeah. people, put a, put out your thoughts, and whatever idea catches the most will win. There you go. Um. So, did you read that other text that I sent you? I did. What did you think of that? I think it's very interesting. I did a little research and there was one point where she did put on the costume and she did she did it it was like one issue though really but the story that i'm thinking of so for those that don't know what i'm talking about of course you wouldn't because i haven't even told anybody (laughs) um i had an idea for a comic uh for a storyline about harley quinn becoming batgirl now, there is a an issue that I'm aware of where she does become Batgirl for, like, one issue. But what I'm thinking of here is something a lot longer. It's a, it's a whole series. So it's Harley Quinn Batgirl in the which Batgirl is finished off by the Joker. And something about that situation is so traumatic for Harley Quinn while she watches Joker kill her that her mind snaps back out of being Harley Quinn, back to being a psychologist. And at mm-hmm. that point, she decides that she needs to make reprimands or make amends for what she's done and help Batman stop the Joker. So she takes many of her skills and some of her quirkiness still, so still kind of Harley Quinn, she puts on a new Batgirl costume and becomes a new Batgirl. And Batman reluctantly decides to let her help for some odd reason that I haven't figured out yet. 
Right. Because he's Batman. Because he, he's Batman and, you know, he doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, but he's got the biggest family. <laughs> exactly. How does that work? I don't know. He trusts I can't trust no anybody. One. But, yeah, I've got little Damien as my Robin here. He's like the most untrustworthy person ever. Uh-huh. He may as well have just had Rachel Gould join his team. It's true. I don't know why he hasn't. Honestly. Right? Right. So what do you think? Did that story work? That That's actually kind of a clever idea. I never thought of it that way. You went into more detail than what you texted me. Well, you know, my thumbs aren't, you know, my thumbs tire quickly, and I can't text a long <laughs> message like that. Uh, but I don't know. The story seemed pretty good. Like I want to explore Harley Quinn's psyche because she's such a popular character and there's so much more to her, I'm sure, than what's explained. You know, her connection to Joker and I want to explain that away and have her be like, I felt this way and I felt the need to be close to him because I had lost sense of, of reality and his craziness kind of settled my universe or something like that in her head. And I wanted to explain the agony of her feeling the weight of her sins basically upon her, all the things that she's done, all the craziness that she's enacted, all the, you know, the hard hardships she's caused for Batman and, and have her become this vilified character that, can make a stand and she could really put her her psychoanalysis uh skills as a you know professional to use as Batgirl you know in interrogation or maybe she can psychoanalyze the Joker and kind of use some of her better traits to her advantage yeah so it's just a thought but if I wanted to team up on a story you and me, Cameron, we should make this happen. Yeah. I just have to figure out how to convince DC to let me do it. That's true, because they might sue the shit out of you. Yeah, they might sue the shit out of me. <laughs> and then they'll sue the life out of me. Uh, which one will they do first, though? Probably the probably the shit out of me. The shit? Yeah. It's more valuable. They'll, they'll, they probably would actually just take my idea and say, <laughs> you didn't actually write this. Somebody else has already written it, and you never had it. And we're giving it to Kevin Smith. No. Oh, that's fine. He can have it, man. I'll just let him run with it. I'll just have to say, you owe me, bitch. (laughs) Put me in a movie or something. Nah, seriously. Kevin Smith would be the kind of guy you'd want to give it to. He's just such a cool guy. He'd be like, I got to give it to this person because he never, like, congratulates himself, really. No, he doesn't. He's always... He's always for the underdog. It's kind of nice. He congratulates other people. He really does give credit where credit is due. Like, for people that put effort into things, he is just like, this person is so amazing. They just do such good work. And, you know, he recognizes talent. So if I was going to, like, sell out to say, I would sell out to him. I would totally do that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. If he even knew I existed. Kevin Smith, how come you don't know me? How come we're not friends on Facebook? Yeah. Why won't you Snapchat with me? Maybe if we get this bad boy podcast up up there more, maybe he'll start listening to it. Yeah, maybe. 
There is actually a new app or program where you can find podcast guests. So I've got to actually see if I can make that work somehow. That would be so cool. I'd love to have Kevin Smith on. Yeah, please do. I will explore that option. Doubtful, but maybe I can get 10 minutes of his time. You know, maybe he can like do a short Google Hangouts something with me that I can record. That'd be great. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be fun. He's like one of the, he's one of the guys that I wouldn't mind like spending an afternoon just like hanging out with, like just shooting the shit, you know? Oh, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. If I was just going to like BS about anything or about comic books, I would, he would, he would be like this one celebrity that I could definitely do it with, you know? Yeah, exactly. Him or, him or Mark Hamill though. Although I'd feel like Mark Hamill's like he'd be like my dad. I I hope he comes to Comic Con here. This oh, man. I just I just want some great people coming. I mean they've got William Shatner and Lou Ferrigno coming, but um, Salt Lake is getting pretty big, and at some it point is. it's going and, to be as big as New York and or San Diego. And it's still pretty young. I mean this is their fourth year coming in. Yeah, fourth still. year. I mean, last year it was kind of a big deal because it had Chris Evans, but I mean... Oh, yeah. They had Haley Atwell, too. Yeah. I mean, just just who are they going to get next is the question. I mean, they just started out with just saying, hey, we've got Lou Ferrigno and William Shatner, but it's kind of like towards the end, then it's all that it's like... Then it's oh, the big we're ones. We're big guys now, you know? Yeah, exactly. They always bring in the big ones right at the very end to like, just like kick it over the edge. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just kind of like, who is it going to be? But forget Salt Lake, man. You and me, we're taking a road trip. We're going to San Diego, boy. We're gonna we're gonna party hard in San Diego at San Diego Comic Con. We could do that. I I I almost can bet, like a, give you a solid bet that there'll be a teaser trailer for Wonder Woman at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, I'm sure there is, definitely. What else would be there? It would be we'd probably get a teaser trailer for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Also, you'd let's see. I think is it Ant Man and the Wasp and Guardians two are next year. I know Guardians is next year, so we'd definitely you'd get a teaser for Guardians. Marvel. You'd probably get something from Marvel. I know. Yeah, you'd at least get Guardians Volume Two trailer from Comic Con. I know it'd be kind of early, but I know they're doing a Deadpool two. Yeah, you probably Would get some kind soon? of marketing spiff from. Would that be too Marvel. soon. No, their marketing department is so on top of things that I I guarantee they will have something for Deadpool too. You, it won't be like a full on trailer, but it'll probably be some sort of like short skit, like a two minute, two minute Deadpool skit. Something, something where he's like making fun of Cable, whoever's playing Cable, and Cable like shoots him or something. Yeah, you know because he's ticked off at him or something. You know, it might be Karen Knightley. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> She's got range. Oh, she does have range. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? One of my favorite parts of that end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, who else has range? Oh, Ron Perlman wants to be considered for cable. Ron Perlman? Yeah, I'm not seeing it though. <sighs> you know, he's got the haircut, but no, he's better as Hellboy. Yeah, he's Hellboy. He's Hellboy. Sorry, sorry, Ron. You're just Hellboy. 
Yeah, you're just Hellboy. You're just, just stay, Hellboy. Just stay with what you're good with. Suck it! <laughs> uh, but the guy that's in Avatar, the gray-haired general guy, they really want him, and I'm all for him. He's he's textbook cable. Yeah, that would work. If you know who I'm referring to. Yeah, I, I got you. Can you believe that James Cameron wants to do three more Avatar movies? Oh, James Cameron, you you make me sad. You poor simpleton. You poor simpleton. I just want to beat you to death with a bag full of bricks. I'm I wasn't a big Avatar fan. It was okay, but I just I didn't have the rave like everybody else. No, I didn't either. You know, and and I'm like, okay, a sequel, okay, that's all right, but don't make two more. Oh, I could deal with a sequel, but what are you going to talk about after that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, even, I, I'm even like, what are you going to do for the sequel, really? You know? Honestly, They're, yes, exactly. The bad guys away, are they coming back? More humans? An all-out war? Not feeling it. Yeah. You had your fun as a twisted version of Fern Gully, now leave it alone. Yeah, basically that's what it was. Or a sci-fi western of cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Oh, it just gets me thinking about like Atlantis. For some reason, thinking about Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, James Cameron's Avatar gets me thinking about like Atlantis and wanting to like see Aquaman. Yeah. Like I love these big grandiose ancient uh like mythical cities and places i just can't wait to see them right and uh atlantis is like by far i think one of the places i'm most looking forward to seeing i could care less about them mascara but i really really want to see atlantis right no i'm right there with you we might even get like a justice league part one teaser during comic-con that'd be nice oh won't argue with that there. That'll be that's just the cherry on top to this beautiful cake. This uh, sweet 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 cake. I don't know. Sweet cake. <laughs> mhm. Sweetness. So, that's what I'm I'm looking forward to. Um anyway, after a long bout of tangents, um Many tangents. Many, many tangents. If you've got a better idea for a Harley Quinn Batgirl story, you can certainly text me and, you know, we'll chat, you know, just uh, look me up. Um, but I don't know. I really want to make it happen at some point. Do you feel comfortable drawing Harley Quinn? Yeah. Would she be well, hard to do? Uh, I Pretty much if I have a reference, I can draw it. I mean... It's not a problem. Actually, you'd be more drawing Batgirl because she'd be like half the the first issue she'd be Harley Quinn, but after that she'd be she'd be Batgirl. Yeah, no, I I don't have a problem. I mean, I've really never drawn Harley Quinn, but I mean, for crying out loud, I I have a booth at Comic Con usually, and people usually come up and be like, "Hey, if I pay you." So yeah, I could do it. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll, I'm gonna try and storyboard something. Mm. Throw maybe a storyboard we'll together. Maybe we'll just do it for fun. Just for fun. Self-produce just for fun. it. Self-produce it. 
not for money. You know, I mean, we can't sell it at the, if we tried to sell it, that's when we'd get sued. Right. If you try and like reproduce work that they own and sell it, that's illegal. You're in trouble. Yeah, I'd be in trouble. But if we reproduced it and created it just for fun for people to have Mm -hmm. and gave it away for free. Yeah, that's legal. They can't, can't, can't get you for that one. No, not at all. Sorry. Safe that way. Suck it. Um, anyway, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, next week we'll be covering Civil War, hopefully, if Cameron does his duty. I'll get on it. We'll get on it. One way or another. One way. We'll talk about it. We will chat. Uh, so much good stuff in that movie. Oh, can't wait for you to see it. You're gonna, you're gonna lose your shit. I've been hearing people just talk about it, but I've been yelling at people, if you ruin it for me, I will kill you and your children. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so worth it Uh, Yeah. yeah fantastic and uh have a good night everybody good night